welcome to this glorious mess, Big Kids, Mamma Mia's podcast for parents who can't wait for the end of year school reports to see how they did. <laughs> Not how the kids did, how we did. Do you think we even did that before COVID though, didn't we? Definitely. Didn't we? Yeah. Definitely. Good. It's like, <laughs> it's like, how did I do when I did that project for you slash yeah. wrote that yeah. essay for you yeah. slash. Yeah. So I'm Andrew Daddo. I've got three kids. Uh, what are they? Older, 21, 19 and 16. They're not even little kids anymore. Got an absentee. Oh, dear. A little, he's becoming an empty nester. I've, My nest overflows. <laughs> well, we have, I have two primary school age kids and a dog. How's <laughs> it going? Oh, my dog's beautiful. Is the, is the gloss wearing off the dog? She's never. No? It Good. will never. Um, so we're talking about all things big kids. If you have little ones and you'd like to hear some excellent stories about babies and toddlers from our hosts of this glorious mess, little kids, Tegan, Natalie and Lee Campbell, jump over and listen to Monday's episode. It's right here in the same feed. On today's show, we have got a dilemma from a parent who has got a little girl who's refusing to let them step in when a boy is hitting her at school. What should you do about that? Plus, is this glorious mess really possible without our nails and fails of the week? Of course not. How was your week this week, though? Did you... Well, let me tell you, my daughter, who is brave and fearless in all things, is very, very scared of the dentist. Who knew, right? I didn't know. Are you? She didn't used to be. Uh, no, not really. Although I should be, I just don't go often enough. <laughs> well, yeah, we won't not, talk about that. Not saying anything about being English. But. <laughs> I know, such an English thing. I'm like dentist. Runs oh, every ten years. Anyway, my we were having dinner last night. Very civilized taco dinner around the table, and Brent went, um, "Oh, guess what, kids? Next Thursday's dentist appointment." And Matilda just dissolved into like a shrieking mess. And she's like, how could you say that to me? You know I'm so scared of the dentist. She's suddenly developed all these kind of... (laughs) Did she say, how could you say that to me? Yeah. She's like, you made that sound fun. And you know I'm terrified of the dentist and they're going to do all these things to me. And we're like, they've never done anything to you except count your teeth and give you a coloured toothbrush and send you on your way. And Brent said, look at each other with a wry smile. To be honest, I just looked at him and I said, why did you bring that up? That did not need to be today's dinner conversation. Yeah. So she is now petrified of the dentist and I'm like, it's next week Holly's problem, right? It's how to get Matilda to the dentist. But she has suddenly developed all these like, I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't want to go and get my flu jab. I don't want to go to the dentist. Like, and it's such a production. I took Mm. her to get a flu jab the other week, like an hour of talking her into it and then bribing her with things. And then driving her there with like distracting songs and then like getting there and being like, Wah! and then the poor guy who has given her a flu shot being like, can you count down for her? Can you make sure she feels co-? like, honestly, <laughs> what am I doing? How, well, do I, how do I just tell her to toughen up? Are you not fighting against your toughen up spirit by going, by, trying, by making it all all right before she goes? What do you mean? Well, you had to bribe her to get there. We played special songs. We did so. There's a whole product, which is fantastic. Created a production, <laughs> a, like a positive production. So you know, soon she'll go. I have to do we. I'm so scared to do we. And you'll go. Oh, we have a chocolate. Have a. Have a do, so what, do what I, I mean? should do is just be like, suck it up, princess. Get don't in even, the car. Don't, yeah, just don't even but say I what have you're to doing. Get her there. Yeah, just we, she's we're quite going. big now. <laughs> but if you don't even, it's so, not like I can pick her up and, and yeah. throw her in. The- I don't know. The cynical side of me thinks that she's just becoming a little bit of a drama queen. Like she likes a little bit of a ding-dong, you know what I mean? Like a little bit of a high emotion. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's hormones and God knows what. Anyway, that was my fun week. How was your week? I had a Deliveroo race this week. What's a Deliveroo race? Well, 
see, Jackie's got an electric bike, so she get to and from work, which has changed her life, by the way. So if you think, if anyone's thinking about, you know, getting a, a right like riding to work and it's too hard and it's close enough to have an electric bike, it's literally changed her whole. Do you actually cycle on an electric bike? Yeah, yeah you still have to pedal. See, the motor won't work unless you're pedaling, unless you've got an illegal one. Ooh. Right. But anyway, so you, all you have to do is, you know, wear a helmet, which is fine. It's literally changed her working life. She gets to work invigorated. She comes home invigorated. You know, she feels great because we live at the top of a hill. To get down to the, you know, to the bottom of the hill is fine, very quick. But to get back up the hill can be difficult. So I borrowed a bike. I go to the supermarket. I'm coming up the hill and then there's three delivery bikes. <laughs> I've just this gone, holy life, shit. right? There's <laughs> always a delivery bike. I know. I've gone, yeah, Deliveroo race. Anyway, I've got, I've smashed them on the flat, but I weigh 100 kilos, right? So <laughs> as soon as we hit the hill, I'm going backwards now. And they're laughing as they've gone. They're on a legal box for sure. <laughs> they're all about 62 kilos. Anyway, so it was just one of those weird... Wow. I love how you, I'm you, in the always, pack. you find the you find the fun in every day. Don't well, you, it was Mr. pretty Dad? funny. I, I like yeah. that about you. It was you. funny. Right, you are your fast kid. Every week we <laughs> chat about a different parenting mess. It could be something we've seen online that we want to talk about, a listener dilemma, or a personal story from one of us. Today we have a listener dilemma. My nine-year-old daughter is what we used to call a tomboy. Uh, she loves to play with boys in her class, um, but the only thing is one of them keeps hitting her. She gets quite upset about it, um, but is also completely adamant that she doesn't want me to intervene. She says, the boys all hit each other all the time and no one makes a big deal out of it. Why is it different if he hits me? And I genuinely don't know what to say. Also, if I do ignore her wishes and I go to the teacher and he steps in, she'll feel like I've betrayed her trust. So what should I do? What should our mythical listener do? Okay, this hijacked our evening oh, good. last night. Group therapy, we the like that. To the point where it was sort of a fun discussion at the beginning and then not a fun discussion by the end. So my wife is far smarter. She's funnier. She's smarter. Her mental health is better just than mine all day, right? Her, inti- what do you call it, emotional intelligence? Her EQ, right, yes. Is <laughs> so she goes, well, first of all, you know, hitting anyone is bad. And I went... Yeah, that's fine, Jack, but the the job here is we've got to give advice to the lady as to what to do with her child. And this hitting is bad is correct. She goes, you know, boys shouldn't hit boys, which is interesting. She's right. She's right. So we got so lost. <laughs> so, the, so what I'm trying to say is this. What I would really like for you to do is to go home, for the listener, to go home and put this to your family to find out their response to the boys and boys and they're wrestling and hitting so, and that sort of stuff. The thing is though, right, is First I, of all. I I understand your point about that, but we live in a world now which obviously like boys will be boys and girls will be girls is not a thing that we no, allow no. as to be as an excuse no. for any kind of poor behavior anymore, right? Yes. And also we know that there's a lot more nuance in all of those discussions. So, I also have a girl who's loves to play with boys and loves to be rough and tumble. The thing is that's tricky here for the listener is she's her daughter wants to wants, wants to, to ro- do that wants to right? roll with the boys, yeah. But sometimes she gets hurt, yeah, and that upsets her, yeah. And so <laughs> it, it's hard because if you say if you just have a rule that is boys should never hit girls, which I have friends 
who that is their absolute rule. So the boys will be punching, like when all the kids are playing, the boys can be punching on. But if one of the girls cops a smack in the face, (laughs) then the dad will jump in and immediately be like, you never hit a girl. Now, obviously, as an anti-violence person, I agree with that. But I'm also kind of on the side of Jackie, which is they shouldn't be fighting anyway. Yeah, and and let, yeah. <laughs> but and you're yeah. going to say yeah, but this is just the no, world no. But this is in. this is why this is why I'm I'm really keen to have another perspective from from our listeners to as to how to navigate that. So this went on. This didn't go. This was this was not this is not a ten minute discussion. This went and then we're in bed. I said, Jack, tell me about all the fights I had. When was the last time I had a fight? She goes, I don't know. I said it was in grade six with Anthony Ledland. What's the one? thing? Even I've, I've heard about that yeah, fight. I said, what's the one thing? What's the one thing? Um, I say to Felix, with regards to any fighting at all, and she said, oh, yeah, that's right, run. I said, yeah, like do not engage in fights. So it's really... So the point that you're making is that little boys fighting doesn't mean they're going to grow up to be fighters because you're like you were wrestling when you were a kid but you haven't had a fight since grade yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, it's like nuts, like getting punched. Is... Okay. So, but then, back to so, our listener. Back to our listener. So should the mum intervene even though her daughter doesn't want her to? To protect her daughter, yes, or she, does yeah. her daughter need to just learn that if you're gonna play with the boys, you're gonna cop? Oh, oh my god, this sounds terrible. It sounds. To- she, I reckon she says say to her daughter, if you get hit, you turn around and say no. So that no, I can't, I won't. But then she fears losing her friends. Worst thing in the world at nine year old, yeah, lose your friends, or they tease you, or they. Yeah, she said. Mum says to the teacher, "Do me a favor." Keep an eye out so you can interject, but you you can watch for it, but you just happen to oh, see poor it. Poor teachers. You know what I mean? Honestly, poor yeah. teachers. I've got nothing They're else like, to do. Yeah. I'm trying to teach them stuff, <laughs> and now I've got to have an eye on them in case your daughter's getting hit. But I'm not allowed yeah. to say that I've got an eye on yeah. them in case your daughter's oh, getting I, hit because yeah. that will hurt her feelings. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I think you know, engage, get the teacher at least to keep an eye out for it. And she said she's just got to learn to say, "Hey, listen, no." One of Felix's mates was over. He said they were playing Kiss Chasey, right? <laughs> Which is not a thing anymore. Yeah, I know. But like, but they, yeah. come on. No, of course it is. I know. So I used to play Kiss Chasey. When he was a kid, his brother was playing Kiss Chasey. He's gone for the girl that he loves. She's turned around and hit him in the nose and gave him a blood nose. Wow. Right? And they st- she still they still see each other in public. And you'd, for years you'd go, oh, yeah. I mean, what if she turned around and just went and snotted the kid back? Well, that's true. So anyway, we haven't solved this problem. Well, hang on. What about that? Well, she could definitely do that. But does she feel tough enough? And what might happen next? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. do you want to – that's the whole thing. Do you always hit back or do you run, as you have advised your son? But I think it's interesting about whether or not you should go to teachers when your kids have asked you not to. I think you have to, as a parent, you draw. You have to make a decision yourself if it's important enough, don't you? So I think if it was me, listener, in in the interest of trying to give some practical advice, I reckon if it was me, I'd be like, okay, but if it happens again and again and I see you upset, I'm doing it. I'm going to talk to the teacher. Like I won't go now, but, but if this happens still again. she's not going to say anything. I know, but we all know our kids. Like you know your nine-year-old kids. You can tell if they're upset. Like yeah. if I pick Matilda up from school and something's happened – I can just tell from the way that, her sh- you know, like just the way she walks, the way she, like, you know what I mean? What about you know that, you know, the boy, you know which boy it is. It's only one boy. You just say to the parent of the boy, hey, can you ask him to be a bit careful with her? Oh, no, I'd rather invite, I'd rather get the teacher involved. You don't want, no one wants that, no one wants the parent, parent. Oh, well, well, your little girl always the, says okay. this. And then, then for you know, it's on Facebook. Oh, this woman <laughs> at school said this thing to me and my little boy. And 
her daughter's always bullying my boy. Like that, she just don't want to get involved in that. Yeah, soon enough, <laughs> hear that b- Carol Baskin. Exactly, <laughs> so exactly. So you tell us, guys, this is group well, therapy, and since Andrew and I clearly don't have the answer, should our listener let her daughter play rough with the boys? Should our listener go to the teacher? Should she make a very clear rule mm. that the boys don't hit the girls? I'm sure we've said the, all the wrong things. No. <laughs> Call us on 02899-9386 and tell us. Yeah, please. Nailed it. You failed it. All right, so look, nailed and failed. <laughs> nailed and wow. failed. You know, what, how did you get on? Look. <laughs> oh, no. Over the years we've done this show, how many times have I talked to you about pocket money? Like 25 times, right? Yeah. We have never nailed a pocket money system in our house. We just never have. Partly because no one has cash anymore, right? So, oh, yeah. You know, I, we went through a phase where it was like they got $5 a week and we put it in a jar and then we did the Scott Pape thing and we had the give, save, spend. We did all that stuff. With our be- The kids' bedroom is overflowing with jars, right, that have no money in them. <laughs> Anyway, we haven't done any pocket. We haven't done pocket money for ages, and neither the kids are very interested in it. We buy them a packet of Pokemon mm. cards if they've been good, or some mm. lollies, or whatever. But it's getting to a point now where they are interested in money, and they're like, "I want to buy a blah blah game," and I'm like, "Well, you can't." And they're, they're, anyway, and Billy, who's very um, particular about money, like he understand, he likes to count it up and put it in little piles and stuff, but he doesn't really understand what you do with it. Anyway, we finally seem to have cracked a chores-based pocket money system. Oh, the uh, chores-based system, yes. And yes. you don't approve of that. I remember no, no, I years d- ago I know, you I d- said you shouldn't pay them to do chores. They should just oh, do chores. You did say that. Oh, I remember everything it, you said. What's it like being an elephant? <laughs> Remembering everything. <laughs> but we finally cracked a chores-based system where if they make their beds every day and pick up all their clothes, basic things that my kids yeah. were not doing, pick up all their clothes off the floor, don't pull the dog's ears, <laughs> take their their dishes to the dishwasher, all that stuff, then they do get their $5 a week and they can do with it as they will. But we never have cash. So we actually have like an IOU tick thing on the fridge now, which I think is semi-nail. Semi-fail. What do you think? Oh, that's fantastic. You've made me just distressed. I've just gone, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) None of this stuff happens. It doesn't even happen. Like, to semi-adults. How have we raised these people who don't do anything? It's our fault. (laughs) No question. We never even, we don't even, have never done pocket money. When they need stuff, they can get it. If they can get it, they if we can't get it. You, no, you can't have it because they always and now want they something. earn their own money, right? So they, yeah, yeah. You know how Scott Paper or whoever would say that they need to learn how to manage money from pocket money, but your kids have learned, figured it out for themselves, right? I don't know. <laughs> well, there's some discussions you end up sort of not having anymore. You end up, you just don't really have them. Yeah, you know, they're not. They're fine with. I think they're quite good with money. They, they all have savings. So, um, you know, the older ones talking about the share market and this is the time and. You Jesus. Go, Jesus, Jesus, don't ask me. <laughs> Let me tell you about bigshop.com. Okay, bigshop.com was bloody on the tech. It was bloody going to Google it. it. It launched on the day of the crash. Oh, my God. It launched on the day of the crash. $5,000 worth of bigshop.com oh. to zero. I just oh. went... <laughs> Told Felix that story. Yeah, looked at you yeah. like, oh, tales from the old days. <laughs> anyway, tell me, how did you do in your house this week? Did you nail it? Did you fail it? You, you know, when you just realise you're just you're just shallow, right? You're just a bad. So oh, you're a bad person. Bad per- Like no shallow. I don't. 
the difference between bad and shallow. And this one lady, she's terrific, and she's doing a dog about COVID, a book about COVID dogs. Oh, she's coming to my house yeah, to shoot my she's, dog. Right, she's fantastic. She's a beautiful photographer, and she's going to donate money to dog things and, you know, it's a fan- fantastic idea. And I've seen her photos and they're beautiful. And then she comes and photographs Spud. Now, Spud's a rescue dog. It's like she's thankful that she has been rescued. She's very compliant. She waits to be asked in. Go to the front of the house to do the photos. Okay, sit there. And she does this thing of, is this okay? Is this okay? Like, she doesn't have her ears up. And I'm looking at her going, a bit of a bull neck there, Spuddy. You might want <laughs> But if you just lift your head up a little bit, you look better. <laughs> and she's doing You're these photos. styling I, your dog. No, no, it's worse than that. And then she and Suze goes, if you could have her facing backwards and then she can look back over her shoulder, yeah, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> so, so put her facing backwards, say this, but and that's, but look, and she looks around and I'm going, you don't look that good. <laughs> right? She's the, no, she is the most, I'll put a picture of her on that thing, right? I've seen She some is of these the most pictures. beautiful dog. But on this day, her as a fashion model, <laughs> potential cover girl <laughs> of Dogs of COVID, she didn't. And I'm just going. And afterwards, I went, "What's?" Ro-? And I looked at the pictures and going, "Yeah, I think she could have done better." Oh, <laughs> it's terrible. Well, I think that that lady's coming to photograph my Idol. beautiful dog, yeah. Elvie, and Elvie hates having a picture taken. Hates it. It's really weird. How do dogs even know? Mm. But every time I point my phone at her to be a ador- like, yeah, she goes like this. Take pictures of my mm. adoring. Well, she might have that bull, the bull neck at the back as well. Staffy, yeah. that thing of. Mm-hmm. I know. <sighs> so basically, your fail this week is that you found out you're shallow because your dog wasn't good looking enough for well, you. She, I know she is good looking enough. I just don't feel that it was portrayed. <laughs> There's a couple of photos at the end where she sort of fired up a little bit. She is beautiful. She's gorgeous. I mean, oh, my God. But you're a terrible person. Terrible. I'm glad we finally got that out on the table bad after dad. all these years. Just bad dad. <laughs> you can share your nail or fail of the week on the pod phone 028999386 or jump into the Mom Mere Parents Facebook group and tell us how you went this week. This Glorious Mess Big Kids is brought to you by Mamma Mia. This episode is produced by Priya Tahirzadeh. Bye. Bye. Bye.